<clears throat> Wait, 15. This is you. 15, yep. All right. Welcome back, Three. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. I, I, love, I, love, I love the excitement. Are you rolled yet? Yeah. Gotta, oh, man. Can, we, can we just keep that as our intro? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, go. Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy. We are back. Spicy Boys Podcast, episode 15. Broadcasting live out of Brad Studio, a.k.a. Spicy Boys Studio, a.k.a. The Spice Hole. AKA Spicy Cave. Oh. AKA The Lair. Eight Mile. Eight, eight. <laughs> we call it Eight Mile. Yeah, we're right eight here. Eight Mile on. Austin. Eight a- Mile Austin, buddy. AKA Spice. 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 <laughs> spice HQ, AKA All the Spice. All the time. All the Spice, all the time. Welcome back, everybody. We have a, a, a pretty special episode today. Or should you say especial? Especial. Mm. We are going to be talking about um, a Guillermo del Toro directed flick, Pan's Labyrinth. Woo woo! And as always, we're going to have a uh, beer to go along with it. But, you know, it's the new year. It's a new it, year. New year, new me. <laughs> so I, I say every I feel day. like it's the same me, but I'm trying to be new. You, uh, you do anything special, Brad? For, uh, like, you got any New Year's resolutions? You got any new things that you're trying out? Um, not anything out of the ordinary. You know, it's beginning of the year. Just trying to work out. Trying to, you know, trying to be a better me. Yeah. Better you. You know. Better bread. I've been doing okay. Been doing all right. But, uh, like I told you guys earlier, I ate a whole bunch of egg rolls the other day. <laughs> like a whole... He ate it five person portion by myself but to be fair they were homemade egg rolls gosh they're so good shout out to Jeff's Jeff's mother who made these delicious egg rolls for all of us actually that was very nice shout out to, yeah shout out to my my parents um shout out to Katie and Katie's friends who went and hung out with us in my parents in North Carolina because they actually rolled the egg rolls oh I didn't know that yeah wow hey man if you want to get in if you want to get in, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta learn to roll. You gotta learn to roll. <laughs> if you're gonna play in Texas, yeah. you gotta have a fiddle in the band. That's the, that's the new, new that's, that. That's the new egg roll theme song. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jeff? You got any New Year's resolutions? New things? Actually, I do. On? All jokes aside, I do. What is it? I, uh, I made, I made a little list actually. That's at home. I wanna, I wanna finish another short. And I want to get a, a feature script done by the end of the year. By the end of the year, I like it. And I want to read, finish ten books by the end of the year. Um, That's not bad. I want to learn a new month. language. The end of the year. What else? Wait, you say you want to learn a new language yeah. by the end of the year? Yeah, man. I think it's doable. I think I think you've set yourself hey, I'm some not, really realistic yeah. goals. I started 
you guys familiar with Duolingo? That app? Yes. Yeah. Right now. Right yeah. on my phone. Dude. I, uh, it's just my phone. At one point, I was doing, I was doing every day for maybe two months. Trying to learn French. And I just like, I, I don't know. I just dropped it. So are you going to, are you going to go for French or are you going to try yeah. something completely well, different? Why French? Why? I don't know. There's pretty romantic language. Yeah. But know. I didn't know if there was a reason. I It's yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, I sh- I should learn Spanish to live in Texas. See, that's what I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm tr- my, my language of choice yeah. would be German due to Sarah, you know, yeah. uh, with Austria, but, uh, it's, you know what? Maybe I'll squeeze in some Spanish in there. There you, you go. Two languages by the end of the year Ooh. for me. Mas pan, por favor. See, si. I worked at Olive Garden. Si. <laughs> <laughs> the Spanish-speaking uh, mecca of the U.S. I had to learn that. Um, what else? What else they have? Well, you know, get in shape. I feel like that's always a given. Yeah. That's why I felt kind of, I don't know, very. Uh, it's like uh, everyone knows that you're trying to get in shape. You know. Be be better with my with my money. Yeah, um, yeah, you know those kind of. But yeah, I mean, yeah, saving and and working out, getting shape. I feel like those are on I, everyone's it, list. I should I should I should have said also. My, one of my main focuses is the podcast. Yeah, we're gonna take this to a different level this year. I think so. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to be on Spotify by the end of. There the you year. go. Yeah. See, we end got, of the year we're gonna be a Spotify. Yeah. We were just getting our feet wet, and yeah. we keep. You know, we're all we all work yeah. full time. We all do this. Is just yeah. you know what we do on the side. And oh, and I added uh, the resurrection and bring more work to Scotch Rocket Productions. Boom! Ooh, yeah. I like it. Look at that. See, yeah. so we're we're keeping this spicy, but I, th- I know that spicy we, rocket. We keep talking about the video and all that stuff with with the podcast, but we're gonna get there. I think we're just um, we're still getting used to everything, and um just takes time but what about you ryan you have a you have a specific one yeah i want to do uh the short film that we've been talking about for far too long luchador i want to shoot that this year right i want to yeah and then i want to uh i've got two feature films that i'm going to try to try to write by the end of the year signed up for this twitter group um it's called uh wrac18 and it's like a writer accountability group and so they'll it's kind of they've got a pretty big following and what they'll do is they'll tweet you when your deadline is up so they'll say hey how's it like those it's like a a live twitter deal and they'll check on you and then you'll have people respond and like kind of motivation i think that's the biggest thing having like having a support group yes uh yeah support group uh deadline Mm -hmm. you know if you're not good about meeting deadlines yeah it's really good yeah. for the for those kind of people right yeah which i feel like is the majority of people because <laughs> yeah it's it's so daunting to think okay you know i'm gonna write a hundred page script but then if you think about it if you wrote one page a day you could write three and a half movie scripts in one year yeah yeah that's not i mean writing one page isn't hard at all it's just the time, you know, you have to be pragmatic about it. And once, and it's, there's also that rhythm or that flow you get in. Once you get that spark, you, you hustle and flow. Yeah. You start writing, you'll, you'll write a lot T. in I. one sitting. So. Right. <laughs> TI's in it. No, that's, that, no, that's ATL. <laughs> T.I. Yeah. You're, you're thinking of a different movie. Um, who, who wasn't hustle and flow? It was, uh, God, I love that actor. He was in that, that other rapper too. No. 
Don Cheadle. No, Terrence. Terrence. Terrence Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, Terrence Howard. Boom. Yeah. Boom, man. Yeah, man. He was quick on that. Hey, you know, you know what I always think helps. Like, you know, if you want to, if you want, you know, clean up your look, you want to get, you know, a little bit, uh, like you, you want a new start. I think a new scent is always good, right? I think so. So, <laughs> I got you guys something. <laughs> you are the best in fucking doing transitions. I was like, where's so, he going with this? Um, <sighs> new and improved. Oh, man. Ryan got us the a gift. Hot Spice by EAD. AD, uh, sold only at the Dollar Tree. Spice Bomb by Victor and Rolf. Victor with a K and Rolf, <laughs> four men. Hot spice. So I've got I've got one too. So now we can all smell like hot spice. So, I haven't okay. I haven't tried it out. How yet. spicy should I mean? Is this like a Six Street type of spice? Oh like, man, I, you, you that was a large bottle. Yeah, <laughs> I got I got to. I'm not gonna I haven't spray smelt it, it yet. It's just cologne I'm, or water. It's a large one. Ooh, <laughs> does it smell good? Just a hint of spice. Depending on how many sprays you use. Oh man, this Why don't you just spray it on yourself, Jeff. God, this 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 smells like uh um this smells like that club I used to go to in Jacksonville <laughs> for Asian night. Latitudes? <laughs> no, no latitudes. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good club name, right? Latitude has a very special place in my heart. <laughs> Is that the Austin place? Yeah. Yeah, there's one in Austin. I feel like there's latitudes all over the all over the country. This is not spraying. Um, hey, they never said the sprayer works. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Is, is that it, is pungent. <laughs> stings the nostrils. Smell it. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Je, uh oh. Did my deal just go out? Hey, you know we had a little technical oh, difficulty. We good. Got too spicy. <laughs> Are you smelling his fingers? <laughs> that looks really weird. <laughs> that smells. Oh man! Would you like to smell bread? I, w I have the bottle. I smelt it. I feel really <laughs> weird. Smelled your fingers. <laughs> I feel like this cologne, some weird way, will attract anyone who's named Becky. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Becky! He's saying that in a respectable way. To smell to all the Beckys out there. Yeah. Yeah. If you're Becky, I'm proud of you. Proud of you for being Becky. Do you guys any? Do you guys know any of any? I was trying Becky? to think. Of, I don't if know I do a Becky. single Becky. No, I don't no, think I do. I don't know. Becca's probably the closest. Becky. I know, I, I know Rebecca's, <laughs> but no. I know Rebecca ben, yeah. too. Yeah. Nobody that goes by that. All right, man. That cologne smells good. That's huh? that's going on the gram. <laughs> <laughs> It should it is. Better. I'm going to start wearing that before every podcast. And then I got you guys another gift, but I think I'll... You know, I don't... You know, Wait, is this, I, is this a serious gift? Is this the guy gift? I already got you guys your serious gifts. Okay. Yeah. No, because this, this is good. This is pretty serious stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jeff Brad... just set up a date night. Yeah. Some text. Boom. So, so Brad, Wait, this one's for gift? you. Yeah. Good. Wait, wait, wait. So, stop, stop. So, so Ryan got us... Um, uh, uh, really amazing Christmas gift in the holidays. He uh, he got me the Dunkirk book with uh, interviews with 
Chris Nolan and Jonathan Nolan and the full screenplay and some um, storyboards. It was amazing. Thank you. It was really good. Oh, of course. Oh, man. I cannot, yeah, I, I can't put it down. It's amazing. Good. I'm glad. It's in his hand right now. He's still holding on to it. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> then, uh, and he got some for Brad, too. You, you got me the uh, Blade Runner replica wooden horse from the new Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. Even has the date imprinted on the bottom of the hooves in the back. It's amazing. It's pretty baller. Ryan. Balla, balla. I will, if I had a sword, I will knight you as <laughs> Alpha you Spice. Don't. No, you don't. <laughs> that's you just got, you just got promoted spice. to Alpha Spice. You're Alpha no, Spice. That's not what this is about. Uh, it's all about being the Alpha Spice. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> you guys are Beta Spice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or BS. Oh, man. <laughs> then now Ryan also got us some, yeah, some so gag gifts, Christmas th- gifts. So Brad... You know, I know you got this uh, this dartboard in here, but I feel like it's too big, and like that's why you don't use it as much. So I got you it's right over the a, table, a brand new. Oh, <laughs> nice! All right, a mini dartboard. <laughs> we're gonna take photos of these, you guys. Yeah. We're gonna post it on the on, the, on the Instagram. There's two darts, so I guess you get you just get you just, one throw. A piece, you get one bro. throw. Uh, what's the name? It. Dart. Uh, huh. Game. It's called Dart Game. Dark. Okay, darts game, and then Jeff. Nice. Oh, I know, I know that you've wanted this for I have, a long time. I have enough edible thongs. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and he's full. I, <laughs> I know you've been wanting, and you talk about it all the time. And I know you probably didn't think you were gonna get this for a long time. Oh my but god! Here you go, bud. Oh. <laughs> I, it's a Tesla. Is it really? Ryan yeah. got me a Tesla. Let me see it. <laughs> Let me see oh, it. Turn man. it. Look at that. It's all white. Man. Which model is that? Uh, model S? Model S. Man, Ryan. You We're are the all Alpha out. Spice. Dude. <laughs> Alpha Spice. We're not worthy. <laughs> what's Thanks, that, man. What's that movie that just came out where uh, with uh, Matt Damon where they have to shrink Downsize. themselves? Downsizing. Downsizing. It's yeah. all you need, Jeff. Oh, yeah. You just need to be downsized, and you can at least sit in the car. It's a Hot Wheels <laughs> Tesla for the, all of you listening. Oh, man. This is amazing. Or yeah, we're going to take box. photos of these, and we'll put them in, a, in for Instagram. At Spicy Boys Podcast. We are live. Yeah. This is going to go on the Spicy live Boys live. shelf. Um, also, yeah, if you, guys, uh, if you guys listen to the podcast, and you have a smartphone, and you like Instagram, you know what? Follow us. You follow us and have your friends follow us and have those friends of the friends follow us. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe is my favorite. YouTubers like, like to like, share, subscribe. <laughs> share, subscribe. L-S-S. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah. Hey, you guys want to hear? I'll tell you, tell you a little story. So it's... Story time. 16-year-old Ryan. Oh, God. Here we go. Went to the Art House movie theater for the first time. My parents and I... Walked in, and uh, it was one of the best movies, uh, best movie experiences in a theater I've ever had. What'd you see? A little movie called Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, it was uh, it was like nothing I'd ever seen before. I I'm, I remember seeing it advertised, and I was like, oh man, I kind of want to see that. I think my parents had or my mom was we had like an open weekend and. I was like, I'm kind of interested in seeing that Pan's Labyrinth. So we went and saw it, and man, 
That was like that was like completely revolutionary for me. Um, was it a good film? Ah, oh, great film. Was it three Oscars later? Is it right? It, did they? I they won. They won, they won best original they, screenplay thing and best cinematography. I think they won. Yeah. Yeah, two or three of they them. They didn't yeah. win best foreign film. I know. No, that. I don't think it was foreign film. I think they won. Uh, uh, would you say cinematography? Cinematography and original screenplay. No, I, I think, think they won for costume design or whatever. Oh, oh, they better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> so I think it was, I think it was costume was, design yeah. and. But anyway, we could look it up. But I, yeah, yeah. But so anyway, should know that. But man, that, what a what a movie! What a movie! So the feature featured movie for this episode, episode fifteen, is Guillermo del Toro's masterpiece, Pans and Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Dun, dun, dun. It was so good to see him win the Golden Globe for Best Director. Yeah, I mean, there's all this talk right now, and yes, other people should have been nominated, but to see him win and to see him win with the grace that he he showed for with his speech. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was so good. I think one of the reasons I like this movie and I like his movie so much is. He's very much a monster movie maker. Exactly. And monsters are such a good, just overly blatant metaphor. Like, if you look at, like, King Kong, Godzilla, all those old monster movies, they're all, they're all just a huge metaphor. And I, I think that's so much fun to play with. Um, but he he's mastered it, and he's respectful to it. Yeah. And he's, uh, I mean... What yeah, um, I can tell a story. What other films did he did he do, Ryan? Uh let's see. He's done Devil's Backbone. Should uh, we go? Kronos. Let's go around. Let's go around. Let's go around. Pacific Rim. <laughs> um Hellboy, right? Hellboy, Hellboy Two. He made a movie called Mimic, which was not very well received. Shape of Water, which I still have not seen. I'm so oh, excited! So I haven't had time oh. to see it. Pants Labyrinth is probably my my favorite of his, but yeah. I still I've, I haven't seen Shape of Water, so I heard really uh, really amazing things about it. Um, also, I like I like Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. Big Michael Shannon fan. I'm a big Michael Shannon fan too. Um, feel like he, he, I feel like you feel like he's access, accessible. He's a nice yeah. guy. I feel, oh, yeah. I feel like I know him. I met, right? I met I him. Met, I would be. I would be like. That's hey. how I feel. I met him at uh during South by, for him and uh, the cast of Midnight Special. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Was, oh. They were all pretty cool. See, I feel like he's very yeah. Like he's like a cool guy. He's he was exactly what he like. Who yeah. He seems. Yeah. Yeah. He was very. That's awesome. His Q and A during his panel was, his, who he is. <laughs> yeah. I feel uh, if it's another actor, I kind of feel like I know I know this guy. Um, just by watching his interviews and stuff, Sam Rockwell. Oh yeah, he seems like he's a fun guy. Yeah. Um, so Pants Labyrinth was made when Ryan? It was two thousand six or seven. Oh, almost at eight. We I could were, be wrong. We six, just, six yeah, or eight. I can't. We were in film school. Here, hold on. I'll, I think, when did I watch? Man, it? it's been that long. I know Jesus I watched it the year it came out. I didn't watch it in theaters though, yeah. which I feel kind of. Sad afterwards. I don't think I watched it in theaters. Yeah, it's I, also I, I, I didn't know about it until 2006. Yeah, okay. until so t- after. So I was fact, 16. Yeah. yeah, so it would have had to have been 2006. It's also a. Uh, you, I mean, you can tell him, but it's a 
subtitled film. Oh yeah, it's a it's a Spanish film, which uh, I think I have set during the uh, the Spanish Civil War. That's yeah. a that's Nin- a huge part of the movie. Was it nineteen yeah. nineteen forty four? I think it was time. I think it was roughly, roughly. Yeah. But uh, I think it's important to know that it's a Spanish film because it's not it's n- not one of those movies that like. If I tell a friend about it, friends that aren't big film people, and some people just don't want to watch subtitled films, but yeah. this is like one that you really need. Yeah, my buddy, um, my buddy talks about that a lot. He doesn't like watching subtitled films, and I always kind of give him crap for it. And he he says he doesn't want to have to read when he goes to the but, movies. But <laughs> you don't even like. I know you, you don't get to a point where you it. don't even yeah. know you're reading. And you're, that's the best kind of subtitled film. Yeah. I mean, if you can get to that point, you, you have no clue what you're, you're just reading stuff on the screen. And I guess, I guess unless you can't understand something, but yeah. you can't read. Yeah. I, Charlie uh, Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into in depth, should we introduce the beer and I want to hear y'all, you guys log lines for this film. Oh, Gosh, oh, God, I, I forgot to think about every that. Every single yeah, time. I forget, oh, yeah, you, I just remembered it, too. <laughs> um, all right, Ryan, we'll introduce the beverage of choice. I feel like my... Oh, my gosh. I stress out about these log lines. Oh, me, too. So oh, I feel like... As soon as you announce it every time, I always start stressing. I sound like an idiot when I... Two dudes on an adventure. <laughs> Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or, or like a group of uh, what was it? Deep sea, or d- deep zone drillers. Yeah, it's like oh God. so difficult. All right, so I chose. Oh, so we're gonna do our uh, log lines first, or no? no the beer. beer, yeah. So I chose it's Independent Independence <laughs> Brewing Company, which is an Austin brewery, Local. and uh, it's Revolution. Revolution, which I feel like is a big theme in this movie. Yeah, it's, it's kind of about re- like revolting against your calling. That's a good. Or, one. I like. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, saison ale. Yeah, read read the read the beer out. Uh, it is. Yeah, it's a twelve fluid ounce saison ale rooted in Tejas, the tacos of Texas. Que viva los tacos. Read that little paragraph at the end right there. Oh, yeah. First there was El Book. Now there's La Cerveza. The tacos of Texas and Independence Brewing are taking tacos to a whole nother level with Revolucion Saison Ale. It's a perfect complement to your carne asada, (laughs) fajitas, carnitas, or even tacos El Pastor. So Tejas, join the Revolucion. And wash down your tacos with our saison. There's one more line you missed. Goes well with Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> Just like that. Exactly word for word. But I, I think that's one of the reasons I enjoyed that movie so much. Is because... it. Yeah, it was like this you know fairy tale story. But God, it was so rooted and real. Like the whole storyline about the it's part of darkest fairy, the fairy tale movie, civil, the civil war going on. I mean, and every I feel like every single thing, like every single single thing that happened, had something that paired with it later in the movie. Like almost every shot. Yeah. Like, like the scene where 
she uh, puts the knife into it. She's cutting up the... What, what's her name? Starts with an M. Can't think of it right now. I know. I always forget her name. But uh, she uh, she tucks... A, like, she's cutting up some onions or something uh-huh. like that. And she just, like, tucks the knife into her waistband. Her waist, like, yeah. apron band. Yeah. And, I mean, you see it happen. And you're like, oh, that's a good place for it. And later that comes out. So, all right. Let's do uh, let's do log lines. Oh, wait. <laughs> you want to pop this well, open well, real quick? Yeah, Ryan, you got to do so your If you want to crack a cold one with the spicy boys, now is the time to pop that top. Ooh, those had nice aromas. Mm-hmm. That's it's very fun. Fo- it had a foamy start. Oh, I like that. Tasty. That's good. Good choice, my man. Tasty bruise. Hey, that's what Al... Alpha Spice does right Don't there. Don't call me Alpha Spice. I don't <laughs> like that. So what kind of beer is this again? Oh, it's a Saison. Yeah, Saison Ale. Cool. Saisons are good. Haven't had many. Um, all right. Now is the best part. <sighs> Your right. favorite part. My favorite part because we all stumble except for do you, Ryan. Do you remember like being in high school, middle school, whatever, even elementary school, and you had a test to do? and It was like a pop quiz. That's how I feel. You feel like yeah, I get yeah, that yeah. like oh, anxiety all of a sudden. It's like uh, you just gotta be chill. Uh, how bro. can I at least get like a C on this test? So we're gonna attempt to give our own log line for Pants Labyrinth by the genius Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> I'm sure. I'll, I'm sorry, I'm Guillermo. Sure I'll do justice <laughs> to this. Guillermo, we apologize. Um, who wants to go first? I vote Brad goes first. Okay, Brad goes first. <laughs> Why do I always go first? <laughs> that was pop quiz time. Oh, man. Okay, hold on. You know me. I got to think about who's... If you guys are listening, this will give you a good idea of what the film's about. <laughs> great idea. A great idea. Um, I probably won't even have to watch the film for from I feel like I have Brad's to ask, log line. Uh, that's not true at all. I always have some questions to make sure I don't like... Say something wrong. No, that's so, the whole point. This is. Would you like to phone a friend? Would you like to ask the audience, or would you like to do fifty-fifty? His his title, as in her her stepfather, is he a lieutenant general? He's a Captain. fascist. Um, crazy. I was gonna say crazy. Uh, he, whatever. I don't know his leader? ranking, but rank, a ranking captain. Op- yeah. Captain. Yeah. See, that's the only thing I don't know. A ranking officer. You I'll say ranking officer. Yeah, yeah, there you that. go. So set. That's your phone a friend, by the way. Yep. You don't get the Can I start with the location? Anyway, I'm going to say what I want. Okay. Set. During this. Oh man, this is tough. <laughs> Spanish. Set during the Spanish Civil War. A young stepdaughter to a. You said. Crazy. Fascist. Fascist. Ranking officer. Ranking officer. Escapes. Tries to escape. I don't know. Keep going. Keep going. You got it. There's a word I'm trying to look for. Escape. I don't want to say reality. Escape. That's probably good. The the war by. With a fantasy world. (laughs) Oh. Oh my god. There you go. There you go. By escaping to a fantasy world. I mean, since this what 
it's amazing about this. Like we're our brain is working extra hard right yeah, now. Yeah, and everybody's brain thinks differently. So I felt very confident about what I just said, as mm-hmm. you can tell. Yeah. I think I said oh, yeah. it. So I think I said a log a line as a question. That's, that's very honest. That's a sign of a genius right there. <laughs> I'm looking uh, at you guys like help if me. That, uh, if, if this were Jeopardy, your answer would have been accepted. Set during yeah. the Spanish Civil War, a young stepdaughter, stepdaughter of a fascist crazy crazy ranking ranking officer, officer escapes, escapes to a fantasy to, to a fantasy world, world. done <laughs> uh, uh, that's what i got sorry guys that's pretty good uh oh god all right i feel like i said i feel like i set you guys up though Jeff. i'm gonna leave in a world oh uh um Uh, so here's the thing. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna use stepdaughter. I'm gonna use stepdad. Um. Uh. You know what? No, I'm gonna use stepdaughter. <laughs> uh, step stepdaughter is forced to um to live with with. Her to live among, <laughs> live a step, a step, step, professor step. Brad. I feel, like, I feel like I want to chime in now. Stepdaughter is forced to live uh, with her sick mother and fascist, <laughs> right? Crazy stepdad, uh, and discovers a world. That is beneath the reality of what is about to happen, nor what is about to be seen. I like it. I like it. I like it. However, (laughs) however, before she gets there, she must overcome. Man, I think I went blind there. It's tough. That's tough. All right, right, here we go. All right, ready? All right, guys, you guys be ready because this is the best logline for this film. No. A young girl moves into a new place with her mother and her soon-to-be-born new brother. Oh. As she moves into the new place, she has to deal with fawns labyrinths monsters and the spanish civil war firing all around her with an evil stepfather (laughs) all in the way which is her labyrinth ah damn you good job good job i like i like your i like i like you getting kind of specific with the characters damn you ryan Wait, do you have the real one? I got a real one from IMDb. In the... <laughs> how do you pronounce that? What's, what's just not even be right? Fal- Falangist? Is that how you pronounce that? F-A-L-A-N-G-I-S-T? Falangist? 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 In the Falangist Spain of 1944, the bookish young stepdaughter of a sadistic army officer escapes into an eerie but captivating fantasy world. Ooh. 
That's better than all of ours combined. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> totally destroyed ours. Army oh. officer. I feel like we were close. What we're did we close. say? Ranking officer. Ranking officer. Yeah. Hey. Hey, yeah. have you guys ever seen... I, I need to send you this video. There's a video of uh, Guillermo del Toro's, like, man cave. Or it, it's, like, his studio. Does he have, like, all the costumes and stuff in, oh, in there? Oh, man. It's, it's, he's got all kinds of stuff but it's where he like has all of his meeting it's like a separate house away from his normal house but it's just like filled with like you know i think he had the the pens like some of the pins labyrinth costumes in there he had one of the coolest things that he had is is like those old fiji mermaids have you ever heard about those Mm-mm. so like traveling circuses and stuff like that would always have these Fiji mermaids that's basically made that people would make and it would be made to look like a mermaids actually exist. Oh, okay. So what, what get real quiet there. Um, sorry. So, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's just he and he, he create, he put so much stuff in, in these, in his house and, it's all just to inspire, to help people create, and it, it's just filled with like old movie relics and stuff. It's a, it's really really cool. And That's what I want. I want to start doing that here with the studio. Yeah, I'm just gonna start putting up relics, you know, just like like Indiana Jones. Just yeah, anything we can get. Something that probably the build Holy inspiration. Grail. Maybe I'll just get DVD covers, just yeah. stick them on the wall. I found this rock and. Page Arizona is pretty cool. I have a rock from Austria too. We should put all of our rocks in here. No, yeah, I said Arizona, not Austria. But yeah, but you have oh, one from Arizona. Oh, I, I, have, from Austria too. I have one from Austria. Uh, yeah, you, you Brian, got a rock. Yeah, you I probably get a rock? got a rock somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> crack <laughs> rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ryan does not do drugs. No, I don't. Only spice. Just drink. Yeah. Just drink. Um, drink of the large <laughs> amounts of alcohol. <laughs> so. And in charge. All right. So it's a subtitle film. It's made in 2006. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a what, what? What genre would you put this on? Fan, I mean, fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, I would put it in fantasy. Yeah. There's some elements dark, of dark fantasy. It's yeah, a, it's very a, dark. What it is is it's it's just it's a fairy tale. It's like a modern day retelling of it's a twisted modern day fairy tale you've even got this evil yeah. stepmother but he's the stepfather yeah get but, it and is, but, he, uh, is he evil oh he's the it worst gives you, makes my stomach hurt mm-hmm. but i feel like it's it's uh it's a good um i mean it is like that but it's I feel like also it's a good um uh it's uh what you call this it's not um your typical fairy tale Oh no! Uh, ending, all. you know, um, or I mean, just just it, the storyline. It's it's. I feel like it's 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 very dark. It's, Depends it's how you look at dark, it. It's very heartwarming. It's very you know. I feel like there's definitely extreme dark side, yeah. and then there's like a light side to it. Like if that's how I interpret yeah. it. Well, I mean, I think that's and that's kind of saying something about old fairy tales as well. Yeah, because if you like have ever read like the original. Uh, Little Mermaid, with by Hans Christian Andersen. It's, it's pretty dark. Yeah, see, all those old fairy tales are really dark, but and I think that's what Guillermo del Toro is like. Has tried to like stay true to 
is that he's like, no, he's and be and the reason that they were so dark is because back then there's so much kind of bad going on that they needed a story to be kind of it needed to have that kind of darkness to it so it would stay with you it's almost like you know you think about like Shakespeare back in the day whenever yeah. they would talk about like how like he they said his plays were just wild like almost like it's parties like because he was time. dealing with um, he was dealing with uh you know, they had gladiators and all kinds of crazy stuff going on on the streets. And so, you know, how do you entertain people when just pure chaos is happening all mm-hmm. around you? Um, and I love the uh, um, the Guillermo's um, portrayal of, you know, classic fairy tale um, creatures like the fairy and... You know the uh, the ogre and all that stuff, and because um, it's it's not it's not if you watch if you guys watch the movie, the fairies does not look like what a fairy looks like in classic. It's not a Tinkerbell. It's not a Tinkerbell, right? And what I what, yeah. one of the Ryan's kind of getting that too. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that's so cool about that too is when she first meets the fairies, they're not they're they look like bugs. Like stick bugs. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then she like brings out her book and she goes, no, you're supposed to look like this. Yeah. And then it changes to what she wants it to be. Yeah. Which was, I, I love that scene. I thought that was great. Um, it's, uh, I mean, focusing on, um, for me, for this, I mean, for this film, it's, it's the, the costume design. It's a set design, art direction. And the, the story is amazing. Um, you guys should definitely watch it if you guys um, haven't seen it. But the use of um, it's it's it was made in, in two thousand and six. So, uh, well, it was released in two thousand and six. So probably made a couple of years before that. Um, but the use of uh, like practical um, um, effects, animatronics, animatronics. And- uh, real people in the in you know in costumes and uh real sets um um when people do stuff like that it's uh um i feel like as a filmmaker that's uh, that's man i probably that's probably so much fun doing that because for your actors they're you know yeah i mean they act but i feel like if you have all this stuff around them they all they gotta do is react to it right yeah yeah well i think when you deal with younger actors too like like you did in that movie you almost you almost need to do that because and it's just it's refreshing to yeah. be able to see that instead of yeah. all the cgi and everything now i know I, uh, I know brad's favorite cgi movie is scorpion king two well no doubt which that probably came only out the, around the same only time the think about scene. that there was some animation throughout so, but like when the dwayne johnson be, actually becomes when he looks like a playstation character I wouldn't even give it that. <laughs> one. Um, Let's see. When did Scorpion King? I bet it came out around the same time. Um, twenty, probably yeah, around the same time. Yeah, two thousand something. Uh, also, one of the things, uh, um, I, you know, I'll give praise to Guillermo. He's an amazing mind. Um, but I want to give a shout out to 
Well, 2002. Oh, God. Okay, I guess we can, we can let it slide. <laughs> no. Uh, Can't let that movie slide. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout-out to the the actor who played... Uh, Doug Jones. Doug Jones played the uh, the fawn. And uh, he 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 played the the th- the merman right in Shape of Water as well. He did. Yeah, yeah. He he was the yeah. he was the fish in Hellboy. Yeah, he was the fawn in Pan's Labyrinth, and he was like you said the fish in he was a, he was he was the uh, the pale man too with the ice in the, ha- in the hands. Yeah, the and mo- then he went on to run for the Senate seat against Roger Moore in Alabama, and he won. Oh shoot, Doug Jones. <laughs> Different Doug Jones. Okay, <laughs> still great. Um, yeah, I think I think a big part of the movie for me was like, I mean, I, I don't know how you guys see it, but it's just like they did such a great job too with story development and like how much how uncomfortable you can feel when her stepfather is in a scene to where like you want to escape. Yeah. Like every anytime they went into like the fantasy world, I was like excited because you're just like you feel this pain of this girl yeah. like constantly, and it's just any movie where I feel like I'm actually there, yeah, is that much better. You you empathy was a huge totally yeah oh yeah, and that's I feel like that's what filmmaking is all about. If it's the goal is to make you feel something, it doesn't matter what it is. If you feel something, then I think that's what that's what a filmmaker could you know can ask for yeah and that's yeah. that's kind of the age-old age-old argument is you know if a if a movie makes you angry yeah this probably means it's probably still a good movie <laughs> because it made you feel something yeah you know so i uh movies that are really divisive i end up really liking a whole lot yeah uh i i was i was watching you know um I didn't, I didn't rewatch the film, but I was watching. Uh, you, should, you guys, you know, should check it out. It's a thirty-minute documentary of uh, behind the scenes of Penn's Labyrinth, and they basically just talked about the costumes and you know set design, and that you know one of the famous scenes was the the pale man with the uh, the, the the long dinner table would fill with you know food and and when when uh, um, um, Ophelia was walking and she's seeing all this food and uh, um, she'd a pale man at the end of the table and uh, and the fairy is kind of, you know, flying around and Ophelia grabbed the, was that a piece of, uh, 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 it was a grape, uh, it was a grape and yeah. the fairy's like, no, 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 don't eat that, don't eat that. She's like, I'm hungry. And when she took a, she took a bite, the pale man comes alive with the, you know, the famous eyes in the hands. Mm. Um, if you it's uh it's 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 pretty genius actually when they were doing sketches for creatures like you said Guillermo knows his monsters and one thing he said um when he was hiring these artists he was asking for okay so here's here's what I want to do for, like for the fun you know here's the creature I want to make give me like your ideas like you know what what do you think this would could look like and he said if they start naming other films that oh I think this could maybe could look like part of this from this film and blah 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 and he's yeah he said if, if they start naming film references like okay you know no I cannot no he said <laughs> if, if 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 you're gonna refer to anything he personally he said he he want he he was he wanted to refer to like fine art ah yeah 
like mythology, fine art, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So and when he, uh, it was his idea to have a, the fun, you know, half human, half, half, uh, like what would you say, like a, like goat. a goat or something. Yeah. But, um, what looks like he is part tree. Yeah. Yeah. So you have the bark, the moss, all that stuff, uh, and it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, 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 amazing how. He you know he knows he has a very specific vision not just for the film but you know for the aesthetics, costumes set and uh, set design also for the uh, for the pale man he asked for someone to sketch imagine an old fat man who lost a bunch of weight <laughs> so you see it makes sense because the pale man has very you know a lot of loose skin right yeah. so um someone sketch this perfect you know like the what what is i guess mostly represented in the film someone sketched it and this guy like took a lot of time getting it perfected you know and 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 the face the details in the face um and in the body and once guillermo got the sketch and he was like oh this is amazing just erase the face (laughs) <laughs> and I guess the guy was like what <laughs> like I I work hours and you know maybe days like yeah yeah the rest is perfect just no face <laughs> which I, I think it's yeah it's very it's a very good uh, uh, direction in his part and it's I mean well yeah and in, have, have you guys ever seen his journals too Mm-mm. you can just google him online and he, he always has that guy's handwriting is just Unreal! It's so good. Oh it yeah! Is, it, oh yeah! I mean, like his, his penmanship. Yeah, and oh. his uh, and his drawings too, because he'll like just draw like monsters all the time. That's, it is yeah, totally opposite of me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> My I'm writing is so awful. bad. It's hideous. I've got that Microsoft Surface Pro now, so I have to like code all these invoices and stuff like that. My handwriting doesn't look good at all. I always feel bad <laughs> sitting in work. Um. Well, do Man, you want? Go ahead. Since it's such a good film, Phil. Or I mean, we, we can we we can talk about some scenes um, that. Uh, uh, I mean, there's. I mean, one of my favorite scenes is the pale man scene. Well, it just, yeah, it just kind freaked of freaked me out. Um, uh, and yeah, that's you know Doug Jones is in it. Who did you know? He used Stefan. He's like uh, in Shape of Water, and he also did uh, a character in Hellboy. Um, I think he was the fish boy, the fish boy, fish man, fish man, <laughs> fish boy, um, fish boy, fish boy, <laughs> um, fishy boy, tiny boy. <laughs> oh my god! We should do always, always Sonny Philly. We one, should one have day. an episode. Um, but yeah, this uh, the set design and uh, um, the. There's one scene where she's in this almost like a sewer with a frog. Oh, it's in the tree. It's in the tree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was watching the documentary yesterday watching it's like I've learned a lot of stuff. Just like last minute changes that you didn't that no one planned for. Yeah. So they had this the sets made this amazing kind of cave un, like underground cave with this with the with the the lamp or something like a light uh, with like roots, you know, and moss, and uh, they 
they already had the, the set made and when they um uh, made the f the the frog it was it wasn't it wasn't big enough for the uh for the set oh man yeah so the originally the frog that that whole scene in the i guess in, in like that tunnel that under the tree yeah scene with with the frog and Ophelia. that he's that was supposed to happen in another set but when they tested it the frog did not look intimidating enough um um so it did so not switch instead of switching the frog they switched the location yeah so they they instead of putting oh. the frog in this amazing location they stuck the frog in that tunnel with Ophelia and it made the frog look bigger than usual plus it's you know you're it's very claustrophobic confined and confined which yeah. worked oh it worked perfect yeah, and yeah. The, whole, the whole setup of the scene where she's got her dress yeah and but yeah, the, yeah, things like that. Like I, I learned that like, yo, he, they, they found out about it. Like he said, like on a Friday. Then we, you know what? Like I had to make a decision like right away. Like mm. let's let's let let's move this scene to another set, because the set. I mean, the set's already made, and and he he wants he he wanted to use that set for something, but it wasn't it wasn't gonna work with the original uh, written scene. So he just kind of you know what? Let's just move it and it worked it worked out yeah man it's just now like little that's just being being a pro, in, in, on production and on yeah on set it's you don't think about you think you have everything planned and something happens and you're like okay that's what's my uh, before every shoot i've ever been on i've always said to everybody around me is the better you understand that nothing is going to go as planned the better off we'll, we will all be because that's it's just True. nothing ever yeah. works out like shoot, oh, yeah. like with not valediction not, like nothing works out the way you foresee it no yeah. it, it's gonna work out but like if you if you expect everything to go to plan you're gonna have a bad time like, yeah it's gonna be a it's well shoot is like the day before we shot our short jeff or you shot yours we had that location drop out the night before oh yeah you remember yeah. that yeah, yeah so you, when well, when he, we shot my short film validation, we had everything kind of planned out, locations, um, shot list, everything's good. And the night before, a location dropped out, so we had to yeah yeah move it. They sold the house. We we had to move it. Then on the day of production, we had to go. I feel like it started raining. We were gonna do that scene outside, and the, yeah. it started raining, so we had to we had to. Um, to pivot and go yeah. to that church, but I'll never it forget out. that because you yeah. you pulled me aside. There's nobody. You're like Ryan. I need to talk to you. And he like pulled me off to the corner, and I was like, he's "Oh like, dear God!" Just, yeah, he's like, Ryan. Yeah, I feel like I feel like as a producer, <laughs> if 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 you uh, if you're not doing anything on said production, it means you've done your job. Yeah, yeah. You pulled me aside, and then you're just like. Right, we we need to get everybody to go to the church. I was like, oh, that's it. You're up, like up yeah. north, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, right up north. Oh, like I really thought you were gonna be yeah. like, like, like we dropped the camera or something <laughs> like that. Like yeah. I, that's honestly what I thought in that moment. And you gotta yeah. stay calm. If everyone, yeah. if other crew members start seeing you like panicking, especially. Oh. The creators of the project, they're gonna start being like, "Ah, oh, what is?" Yeah, this? I mean, I, 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 that's that's my first short film, but I, 
we shot for two days. I literally did not get any sleep because I was so wired to what's <laughs> going to happen the next day. And every, I mean, every time we're shooting, I would question myself like, is this really what I'm, I want to do, what I'm supposed to do in my life? But after we're done, I was, I was just, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those feelings where, man, I can always do this again tomorrow or the next day or the, the yeah. juice is worth the yeah. squeeze. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's kind of what I've learned about that documentary for past labyrinth and it's the, you know, quick decisions and, and practical effects, costumes and, and, um, having a good team behind you. Um, um, uh, it's yes, uh, I mean, Pants Labyrinth. It's it's you know it's 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 under fantasy, but it's it's very dark. It's very, but at the same time, it's heartwarming. It's, it's a really good, really good story. Um, like I said, really, really good story. Yeah, it's probably my favorite of Guillermo right now. But well, I have not seen Shape of Water, so we'll see. Um, I I'm interested to see what you think of it because I, yeah. I really really do. I really really do like Shape of Water, but I still think that. Yeah. Pan's Labyrinth is a better movie, yeah. but there's a specific reason why, and I'm excited yeah. for you guys to see it, and if you're a listener and yeah. you have seen it and you want to talk about it, yeah. also, HMU, hit me up. Pan's Labyrinth, <laughs> you are going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> just a it warning. Is. You'll cry. Just even you'll more shed than, a tear. Yeah. Even more than you did when you watched Armageddon. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. But, I mean, it's... Uh, I feel like they don't make movies like that anymore. I'm not talking about Armageddon. I'm talking about Pants Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just to just you know, just to be clear. Um, well, it's a very particular kind of style, yeah. too. I mean, it's hard to... When I saw Shape of Water, there's no doubt that he was the director. It's like... Yeah. I don't know. I, as soon as I saw it, I was like... For sure. Del I feel Toro, like it had to be. Being on set in Pants Labyrinth, I feel like you. I feel, I feel like Guillermo was just this big kid, in a, you know, in yeah. his own world. Which yeah, is, yeah. Which I mean, that's kind of what he is. That's what kind of makes him so likable. Um, but uh, and did you see his uh, his post? So after he won the Golden Globe for Best Director, which he's been nominated for like four times. Also, uh, Chris just, Nolan was nominated. Just making he was it out there. He was. <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, I got you, Chris. But um, when he was done, he tweeted a picture and he said, "After Golden Globe celebration," and it was him at uh, In and Out, in nice. line at In and Out. And I was like, "Man, that would be that would yeah. be, that's how we would celebrate, though." I think. Oh yeah, so that kind of made it more likely to um, likable to me. If if I'm trying to give more context for the for the for listeners, so you know. For, uh, for, Pants Labyrinth, I feel like if I could, uh, um, mix like mash, ma- do films, film mashups to to explain what Pants Labyrinth is. Um, it reminds it reminds me of Never Ending Story. One. For the the fairy tale, um, the fairy tale aspect, aspect. of things. Also, for some weird reason, it has some um, 
similarities to the boy in his striped pajamas. I like that. That's a really... That'd be something fun for us to do on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. No, that, that's a really yeah, good... It's, yeah, it's, I, it's, I get what you're saying. It's a story about, I feel like, friendship and and just... Um, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's you know... It's heartwarming, but it's it it doesn't end well. It's dark. Yeah. It well. Yeah. I you know. I don't think that's a happy ending, Mm-mm. but they kind of. Plus, I mean, it's, they, it's yeah. It's, um. Having a um, all these amazing creatures in a film, also. Adds to the. Um, I mean, I'm not saying this for kids, but I mean, no, I don't know. No, what, what is I it? I don't know. Is I don't is even it know if PG-13 or is it R? I don't know. Man, I wouldn't. I think it's definitely R-rated. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's R, right? Yeah. The there's a couple scenes that I just thought of. Yeah. There's this, no way it could have gotten away this, with the. PG-13. There's two scenes I'm thinking of that I'm like, yeah. Which ones? Maybe they're the same one. One at the end. <laughs> oh. Well, like that be, one. I'm thinking about one scene where in the the rabbit scene. Oh, yeah, Which, yeah. I feel like it's and hard. the well, I always look this up. Sewing the cheek up scene. Jeez, that was hardcore. I love the scene. Well, <laughs> where he uh, this the 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 the, the stepdad the uh, you know I guess we can say he's the antagonist of the film. Um. Uh. The uh. The scene where he's questioning, I guess one of his, um, uh, I don't know if it's his, one of his officials, like the bald guy, about... Um, was it the doctor? Ob- yeah, about um, obeying something. Like, and he he's basically giving him, uh, here, you need to do this, just obey me or something. And he, uh, the doctor said, if... if uh, I, I I forgot the context of the film, but uh, he said something about if 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 you if you want me to uh, if you want me to base something and not question it, then I'm just like you, something like that. Yeah. So, or so like you're the only person who would obey something and not question it. And he just walked out of the 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 room or the house and yeah. <laughs> He yeah. done got shot. That was, but, a, that was a great scene. Um, yeah, if you guys have not seen Pants Labyrinth, you guys should definitely check we, it out. Oh, we've, so we've been, been gotta, go we've, ahead. we've kind of been. Uh, I'm excited that you you chose this film. I know we've kind of. I don't know. I've been wanting. We've talked. I've been wanting it. it. We've we've talked. Well, we talk about a lot of movies outside of here, but yeah. this is the one movie in particular that I've been like kind of itching for. Um, again, we watched Armageddon last weekend. Um, but so I guess I like to get on back on track with some of these. Yeah, <laughs> with some, some some movies with some clout. Yeah, so with, let's, uh, with a little bit of spice, <laughs> a little bit of spice, a little how, bit of clout. So let's how, rate it real. Uh, quick. Yeah, how spicy Weird. you think? And you guys, you guys are feeling for this movie. Uh, I know what I already know what I I want, but I, I guess since I think we should all say it at the same time. No, <laughs> we did that. We do that every time. Yeah, but then we always have to go back and say it. 
but I, I'm I'm comfortable saying what I think. This. Carolina Reaper. I'm with you, Carolina Reaper for me. Which is, yeah, spicy. A unanimous Carolina Reaper for this. Absolutely, movie. It's rare. Nine out of ten for sure. It's an amazing film. It's an amazing director. Amazing team. Story is story wise. I mean, it's. I don't know. It's it's just just an amazing film. It's a masterpiece. It it is a masterpiece. I th- I believe so. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I was almost gonna give it the highest rating, but I you know. I almost wanted to say Spy Sex, but I feel like I'm, I'm that's trying. reserved for one in my mind. Yeah. There's a few. There's, it doesn't have to be I, just one. Well, no. I think there's a few movies that you can choose, but I, f- I don't want to like overuse it and then kind of like look back and be like, hey, because I'm I'm yeah. curious after we do. You know, after 2018, when we look back on all these podcasts, I'm going to probably go back and look at all my reviews. Yeah. Curious where I rated everything. Yeah. Um, But this movie was definitely one of the films that after the movie ended, I was in that awe moment where I was like, holy shit. I got to go tell everyone that hasn't seen this movie. Yeah. That's that's one of the things that I felt is I I felt like I was in on something, you know? mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like I, I, I I had a secret. Yeah. Yeah, after I saw that movie. How'd you guys rate the Independence Ooh. Revolution? I think I'd give it a I give it a Trinidad. Trinidad. Yeah. <laughs> we're all the we're Ryan all are on the, the same, same page today. You know what? I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna go Trinidad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's all beer. It's a good beer. I like yeah. this beer a lot. So all you spicy boys and spicy girls. I think I think it's time for us to uh Bid the fair adieu and um, any party wor- parting words of wisdom. <laughs> I was trying to think of something in Spanish, but I don't know any. <laughs> um, whatever you're doing in life, it doesn't matter where, it doesn't matter who, <laughs> if you're doing it or if you want to do it. If this is what you want to do, Never quit. There you go. Just do it. And uh, so... Just do it. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> got a special song that relates to the movie tonight. And so for tonight, we're going to have the Lumineers play us off. I like it. I like it. All right, while the Lumineers is uh, walking us off, the Spicy Boy Studio, Brad, thanks for joining us, everybody. It was a wonderful podcast evening. Can we we'll do see this you next can we, week? Can we keep doing this? I know. Yeah, I like yeah, we, yeah, we can. We'll see you next time. Um, this is, hope you guys give a nice watch to Pan's Labyrinth yeah. while having some Independence uh, Revolution beer. And thank you guys again. Thanks, spicy boys and spicy girls. Next week, we'll be back. We'll be even spicier. Spicy boys, out. Out.